Hello, I am Ryan, your host of Anime Nation, and this week we're talking my all-time favorite anime genre. Not shonen, not that. We're talking romance animes. And to talk romance animes with me this week, I got the Attack on Titan lore master herself, Fee. How you doing today, Fee? <laughs> I'm doing so great. I'm so excited to talk all things romance anime. Oh, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. Mm, so excited. <laughs> and we're adding a fun new little segment to this episode today. Anime history. What what got you into anime? How did you how did you become to what you are today? Oh dear God, um, the weave. I'm just joking. Um, I <laughs> got into it. I remember specifically when I was six years old. My mom got a bunch of set tapes and um, different VHSs, and one of them was Kiki's Delivery Service. I watched that until that VHS broke. Like rest in peace, that VHS. I adored it. And then I just tried to find as much as I could animation wise. I was really into like Pokemon and stuff like that. But then I was introduced to like more or less like less mainstream stuff um, at the time. And we're talking like early 2000s, like late 1990s. Um, so I was into um, Card Capture Sakura for a little bit. Um, I then also got into like Inuyasha as well, trying to explain to my mom that Inuyasha was specifically about Japanese um, mythology and lore um, and trying to explain like, this is why I should be able to watch this show. Um, it was an interesting time to say the least, kind of got her on board. Um, but then she saw the violence, so she wasn't too thrilled, but that's fine. Um, but yeah, I was really into Studio Ghibli, um, movies, um, my goodness, Nausicaa Valley of the Wind, um, Spirited Away, watched that so many different times. And then probably mid 2000s is when I got access to like, I was babysitting late at night. So I was able to watch Inuyasha without my mother being like, oh my God, there's violence. <laughs> and then <laughs> the inter- having the ability to go on the internet and read manga and watch anime um, as much as I want. Um, and it really like, I will admit I was definitely a closet anime watcher in high school because it wasn't cool then. Um, but now it is. No, and it little- was not. I'm jealous now because everyone's just like, I watch Attack on Titan. I'm like, okay, kid, like, congratulations. Like, you you, <laughs> you were like to only able to... in like the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I'm happy that it's a lot more mainstream now, but at the time I just goodness, it was a lot, lot of keeping it very quiet, reading manga after school, and even when I bought manga before it was cool i would just buy it and then not talk about it with anybody so it was definitely a secret fascination and something i was really into and then i've just continuously grown through then but yeah it was a lot of like honestly like slice of life cutesy animes i wasn't really into like dragon ball z mostly because i wasn't watching it um but it was a lot of like of the oh it's sailor moon it card capture sakura it's like really cutesy stuff and then getting into like more like gore and mm. <laughs> stuff. So yeah we we may share something here in that we're from the era of where it was more difficult to find anime 
So you had to uh, watch some, read some fan dubs, watch mm-hmm. watch some fan fan translations, all all that good stuff. The the, the bright neon green font. Mm. Oh yeah. Yep. Going watching like <laughs> ten second, like watching like seven minute like portions of an episode. On and YouTube, then, like, yeah. yeah, and then sometimes yep. because one was a little bit too gory, that particular scene was cut off, so you had to go into Google into like the darkness and trying to find that one scene. You're just like, God, trying to watch Elf and Light in the like mid 2000s was legitimately the worst thing if you didn't have the actual DVDs because you're just like, oh I God, girls trying to, <laughs> trying to rip a <laughs> girls apart with like their like invisible hands. And yeah, YouTube I just remember like seeing like, gifts of it, but never being able to find it. Yeah, years later, when I remember being like, "Oh, that's this show. I remember this show." Yeah, fantastic opening, by the way. Oh my god, absolutely phenomenal! Like using Gustav Klimt's artwork and tr- like using it at like integrated into the anime, like ah, oh. oh, fantastic, so good, but. <laughs> I, I I'm glad you're also from that era of the the fan dub, the tsunami, the uh you brought up one of my favorites, which is the the original uh four kids card capta Sakura dub. Yeah. Which is just <laughs> oh fantastic. Oh my god. And, and the whole like time when you would just be like be like when I was babysitting at night and then like all of a sudden you're like Bokutashi what? Like really loudly, the ending of Inuyasha, and you're like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. <laughs> like, where's the remote? <laughs> nothing will send. Nothing will send me back like the ending of Inuyasha. Oh my god, it's so good. I highly recommend it for anybody. If you need an alarm clock, just get that particular ending. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant Inuyasha. I'm like, I honestly don't know if I can recommend Inuyasha anymore. Oh, like, I don't know if that show holds up. I watched it recently. It is very difficult to actually find it right now because they have the first two seasons on Netflix. They have the first, I think, two seasons on Crunchyroll, and then that's it. Like three through seven, who knows? <laughs> but no, the, the ending is phenomenal. Aren't good. No, you don't get to meet his brother yet. <laughs> you get to a little bit, and then they show like Kuga. And you have to like spend forever to actually find like super cool girl, which is, um, oh my god, why can I not remember Songo? I love Songo, like Kagome, whatever. Like Kikyo, shut the hell up, girl. Go, go back to where you were. <laughs> and then you just have Songo, and you're like, finally, a girl who's not like, oh my god, I love you, Inuyasha. Like constantly. That's a that's my thoughts on Inuyasha, by the way. But yeah, that's my history. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic i'm glad we also got your thoughts on inuyasha now i'm trying to figure out who songo is because i don't remember she's the girl um from the demon slayer village who had the massive um boomerang oh yes the giant boomerang okay yeah yeah now i remember now fantastic all right and now let's move into the big topic of the show Romance animes and why they are fantastic. Oh my god. Fee, so do good. you want to start us off with your first anime you're bringing to the table? I I thought I would bring actually 
my very first romance, like pretty much like specifically this is romance. Like, yeah, there's Sailor Moon. Card Capture Sakura has a little, little bit of it, but meh. But my very first one was His and Her Circumstance, which is a slice oh, of life. a classic. A classic. My That was actually my very first manga. I remember I was at Chapters with my mom and she's like, you can pick one book. And I'm like, this is really, really pretty. And so I took it home. I read it like in one sitting. Um, for me, I thought that was fantastic because I was like super young at the time. And then just getting through. Oh, God, it was definitely like this is where you're meant to be kind of thing because it's romance anime and manga. Just like it's so cutesy. I love Slice of Life. At, like it's always kind of just like a nice soothing time like yes there's going to be drama yes there's going to be like some hurdles but it was definitely one a classic and two just like the artwork for the time was fantastic and being so relatable at the time as well even though I was younger and then once I got into high school I definitely related to it even further um, and then once we got to the end of the manga is when they were just becoming adults. They were going into university. So kind of just growing up with that particular romance um, mm-hmm. manga and the anime was just like a really nice way to do it. Uh, also, I just loved the characters. And it was like really interesting to see something that was animated but realistic because for the time that like the early 2000s, yeah, all you yeah. saw was like animated was usually like oh, it's song and dances. Oh, it's all silly. But this was very much like, this is realistic. This is all the things that happen in um, his and her circumstance could happen in real life. So and it was, even like we were talking earlier with your anime history, at that mm-hmm. time, it was shows like Dragon Ball. It was shows like Inuyasha, all that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But it wasn't really this kind of anime. It was big action scenes and over-the-top comedy and all that. So for oh, a yeah. show like this, definitely. And uh, just for some of our viewers, because uh, yeah, that I'll admit, that's a deep cut. I I was not expecting to hear about his and her circumstance <laughs> today. Uh, give us a little gist of the plot, a, a little uh, reason why to watch, reason why to look at it. Reason why to watch, um, it is about um, two particular characters. Why can I not remember their names off the top of my head? I'm absolutely abysmal and I'm going to, I currently have information up in front of me, which I should have had a little bit further info, but it's about two particular characters in high school. Um, one is, very, uh, my goodness, let me bring Un- this up. Unio and Sasomi? Yes. Um, it is about their relationship. Touch your room? Oh my god. Let's see. It, it's been f- forever and a day since I've watched this particular anime. Um, but yeah, um, it's about the most popular girl in school. She's super smart, athletic, but then you find out outside of school, she's very much different. Um, and the kind of intro is a lot of other <laughs> characteristics of herself but then she also meets a guy who goes to school who's also very smart also very much like athletic and she's constantly trying to be his rival when he's just like i'm just living my life <laughs> she's just trying to constantly struggle with this and trying to deal with the fact she's not the number one anymore but um this kind of 
another reason why I specifically selected this one is you see this a lot in modern day like romance um, anime and manga. I know this season of anime they have um, Horimiya who has essentially a two different characters who are very much different outside of high school and they then meet up with each other. Mind you, the male character in Horimiya is not very bright um, No. academically. No. no. He's dumb like brick. Regard, it's just... He, he's dumb. He dumb. He's not even on the top D. Um, <laughs> no. So it, it's just really nice to see like the struggles of high school and being able to once again be um, kind of realizing like, hey, you're going to have that rival and sometimes they don't recognize you as a rival not because you're not good but they're just trying to be themselves and you find out they're, both of their struggles. I don't want to specifically spoil anything. I would highly recommend it if you do enjoy slice of life, like high school coming of age animes, because you kind of see where these particular really popular animes and mangas now kind of stem from, because that was the first time that we were able to see these kind of dynamics where, oh, they have a different, instead of turning into a magical school, like girl, or turning Mm -hmm. into like a, (laughs) a guy who can go into a mech, it's, two high school students who are very different outside of school and realizing that school isn't everything and trying to find their way um especially near the end trying to realize that the pressures of high school can really cause some rifts and issues um but yeah i know that's a very vague explanation mostly because it's (laughs) one um, I think that it's really something that you should really experience yourself, but also um, just overall, it's super great. <laughs> and it's oh, all I, over I, the place. I 100%. I 100% agree. And really, it is one of those blueprint shows for what modern romance is. I'd say that made complex and like fruits baskets are really some of the blueprints for that style of show. Yeah. Oh god, the one where there's a height difference. I forgot that name of that. Oh, um, complex. Lovely complex. Lovely complex, yes. <laughs> yes. Which I also love because I'm a tall girl and I understand that particular story very <laughs> it's it hits close to home a little too much. <laughs> but uh. no, it's it's really cool to see that like you still see those elements and when I watch things like Horimiya and even like Maid Sama and all these other different like rom coms, and also just dr- even mm-hmm. drama romance, you kind of see those elements that stemmed from his or her circumstance. And it's always something I go back to, um, r- remembering like, man, when I was young and I thought that was like the most difficult thing. And then you're realizing, like, <laughs> oh, if you only knew. If you only knew, Fiona. <laughs> oh, if you only knew. <laughs> oh, no, I completely understand that. And I think one of my favorite reasons why romance anime is one of my favorite genres and all that is the shows, one, especially the older ones, the ones you grew up watching and all that, they become comfort food almost for you for when like you can go back to it and watch it. And that's the perfect segue to that anime I'm picking as my first one, which is Nana. A classic from 2006. I 
love Nana. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, oh my god, that was actually one of my top picks. But yeah, Nana's continue, please. Oh, Nana was a show that I discovered oh nearly ooh, a decade ago now, and. It's, um, I believe the 2021-ish, about that age. Mm-hmm. And it is a fantastic story of two girls, both named Nana. And one is a musician. And just the trials and tribulations of their life, the romances they go in and out of. And it is just, there's nothing like it. I've watched anime now for almost two decades, and... There, there's never been a show for me that has come close to the feeling I get when I watch Nana. Yeah. And it's near impossible to find now, because it was on Netflix for the longest time. Netflix had it forever, and now it's gone. But, I recently brought this up. Um, I brought, the reason I picked Nana was because it just got re-picked up by Sentai Filmworks to now be licensed and stuff to give into Crunchyroll. So it'll be accessible again after years. Yes. Oh my god. It's so good. And it is... It has some of my favorite characters in anime. Mm-hmm. The, the more goth, edgy Nana is one of my all-time favorite characters. Just everything about her is fantastic. And then... Oh god, what was his name? Noburo, the, the blonde haired uh, yeah. guitarist for the band, is also just a fantastic character. I was not expecting you to have seen this one. I'm very happy you have. Oh my god, I actually found this when I turned 21. And it was on Netflix. And I remember sitting down in the afternoon, I actually like was going through a breakup and I was watching this anime and I'm like, this is fabulous so we i just continue to watch it 100 an emotional roller coaster but the music phenomenal and also in that time i kind of like related to both nanas because obviously i'm a very bubbly personality but i also mm-hmm. like heavy metal music and so it was just like seeing two sides of the same coin and i related to both a lot and just seeing how they were going through life, it was so good. But I I listened to their like the album for that show all the time. Because the music just aged so well. Did it? I have not I have not watched or listened to the music from it in years now. I will have to do that. It, it, it's still so so good. And the, the second you start hearing it again, you're like, oh my god. Does it just take you back to that time? Yeah. Exactly. Sorry to that interrupt. Is... Yeah, no worries. Yes. The voice in the ethos. Uh, we have Frank in the chat that says, uh, the pet girl of, I don't even know how to pronounce this, Sakurasu is good romance. Does that make any sense to you guys? Let me see. Okay. Am I about to look up hentai? I'm hoping it's not, <laughs> you know? 
He also asked the the inevitable question that I also asked: Does hentai count as a romance anime? And I told him no. I already asked. They said no. It's very unfortunate. <laughs> very unfortunate. No. <laughs> this looks like trash. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't, like I don't know what it. I don't know what he's talking about. So I, I didn't want to. You know. What did he specifically say? He said the, the pet girl of Sakura uh, Sakurasu is good romance. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, no, I actually. Like... I've heard things about this. Shockingly, okay. okay. And also, uh, Christian is also in the chat, and he says, romance animes make me feel less lonely. And damn, that exactly. hits real hard. <laughs> that, that, hits clo- that, clo- that hits close and hard, my dude. Close and hard. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, God damn. You know? No, like, I understand. Like, I watched, like, I read romance manga consistently through high school. Mostly probably because of that. And it's also, man, oh God, it just like makes you feel like you're like with friends, and also just being able That's to like so good. live through someone else's romance that you're just like so cute, and you just want to. Some of them are less. What you cute, brought up but... right now, what you brought up right now is a very good point, which is it lets you feel like your friend. Oh, that, and that's why I really like Nana, is it feels. Like, you're just watching a group of friends hang out and stuff. It's nothing is super over the top and all that. Like, it's still this grungy bands and all that. And I do... Does that show have a weird time skip? I can't remember. Um, y- yes. At the end. Like, yeah, because it goes like 10 years, right? It's... They do it in the manga a little bit more. Um, But yeah, it's mm-hmm. a... It's a weird time skip, if I remember correctly. It's been a hot minute since I watched Nana, mostly because, like you said, it's so hard to find Nana right now. Um, oh, it's but, impossible. Yeah. God. No, it's... Um, yeah, there is a weird time skip, because there was a whole issue. Like, I, obviously, not going to spoil it. Things happen. There's a time skip. I am going to give a caveat for Nana, because I am, of course, here recommending it, is that... Yeah. The manga cut for it, she got very ill, and it was left on a massive cliffhanger for almost 10 years now. So, this show has no closure. The Where it ends and the anime and the manga are not good places. <laughs> but I'm laughing journey, because it's true. The journey you take to get there is fantastic. Sometimes it's not about the destination, it's about the journey, and this show is about the journey. There's so many good parts in it. From them apartment shopping for, like, little knickknacks for their apartment and everything, and how that plays in later, and all that, it's just fantastic. It's so good. It's, the oh man, it's it's definitely a trip. And I like the fact that it has, like, late 90s kind of art style in a way in a late 20 like 20s like my goodness 2000s art like it's obviously updated but you can still have that kind of style and i think like 
rough edges that they kind of have in it, which I really like. But oh, the way the um, at least now I'm remembering the way the manga was. It's that real classic shoujo art style of just humans don't have legs that are most of their body, but shoujo characters do. Their hands massive, like. Ah, and some people say do they have yaoi hands yeah i was gonna say they have bl syndrome like (laughs) (laughs) that's exactly what it is that's what that's what like triple x holic has like if you've ever read oh triple x holic good god (laughs) oh man i another highly recommend if you want to sit there and think about your life choices um triple x holic for sure but yeah the hands are like twice the size of the head and they're just like wah <laughs> that, oh my god I have not thought about that trash in years there was that whole era of when oh god what was the name of that company it went completely under Tokyo Pop yeah when they just pumped out shoujo manga back in the mid 2000s yeah I definitely, like, yeah, there was some good stuff, and then you found out they're all connected in some way, and that was was Tsubasa, Card Capture, Triple X-Holic, and then a bunch of other ones are all connected. Oh, I'm not not a fan of that, but okay. Thumbs up! (laughs) Oh, God. And uh, with that knowledge now in hand, what is your second (laughs) show, Fee? oh my god this was like quite difficult for me because as you and i were talking before we started i've been very much on a fantasy romance kick which includes like spice and wolf um my god snow white with the red hair um the ancient magus bride which Mm -hmm. absolutely phenomenal like i would totally recommend watching that for anybody but some people think it's a little bit weird because it's like a 500 year old deity thing monster with a like a wolf's head and a 16 year old child but i thought i would kind of go into a little bit of more realistic stuff um for a little bit i'd be Uh i'm gonna go with (laughs) um with takoi um Love is hard for an otaku because yes. it's so good. It is so fantastic. Also, one of the best openings for that particular season. So good. <laughs> yeah. Just like. <laughs> I oh, love it's it so, so good. much. It's a, once again, it's a very lighthearted um, romance, um, including two particular characters. Um, who realized that one, they're both single, um, and they were high school friends, um, and he knows about her secret, once again. Her secret is specifically that she is a huge otaku. She loves anime. She actually creates um, shoujos herself and does cosplay a little bit after she meets one of her other friends that's part of the four, and he comes up with a proposition that they should date. And I chose this one in particular because it's really nice to see an adult anime, like, romance. Not just, like, we're in high school. This is 
we're in our late 20s and we're all like dating <laughs> not the four of them aren't dating like as a quad there's just two particular couples that the show follows but it's very cute it's very once again very relatable especially as someone who likes to create artwork and i think i was almost kind of like teetering between this and monthly girls Nozaki-kun because that one is about creating manga and romance but i chose this one it's because it's a little bit pardon what's up a friend, of, a friend of mine in the chat actually brought up uh, Gizaki Kun, Nozaki Kun. Yeah, it's so. And they're just like shows, which is also just fantastic. They're both fantastic. It's a, definitely a slow burn for both of them, um, but I would highly recommend both, honestly, interchangeably. One is specifically high school mm-hmm. related, and gonna be honest, uh, for monthly girls, if you want to see a slow burn, <laughs> that is. Um, you need to get deep into the manga to, for him to actually understand what the hell's happening. <laughs> that man is denser than a brick. Oh my god. And I, I specifically chose Matukoi because there was a little bit more hope because he knew they were dating, even though he was still essentially a little bit dense. Um, and then the other couple I also loved as well. It was just a cross- like what is it? she specifically dressed up as male characters in anime and cosplay and then had the main girl specifically dress up as a female counterpart and it's just very very cute um yeah i also no, I- was like also oh continue oh watercoda i just it has some of my favorite moments that felt just natural. Them going to Comicat felt fantastic. I love the whole scene of him holding down the fort at Comicat. The fantastic. Yeah. It's just it's one of those shows that just feels natural and good. I also loved when they were like I think there was an entire episode playing their online video game characters and just <laughs> it's so great and just so so silly at the same time just like the amount of sheer like this is definitely like this is once again you're sitting in a room with a bunch of your friends hanging out as they watch anime or they're playing video games and it was just a very nice light-hearted like slice of life that i specifically found during the pandemic (laughs) So it was really nice to be able to sit with a bunch of friends and specifically mm-hmm. relate to these particular situations because the pandemic was really rough, guys. Like, I almost chose Princess Jellyfish as my second choice, um, but I... That's a good pick, too. It's uh, so... You know what? You know what? What's We're up? doing good on time here. We're going to do three. We're, we're throwing an audible because I want to talk about Princess Jellyfish. That show's too good to not mention. I'm so happy that you've watched it because the amount of people that have said Princess Jellyfish and they're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) It's so cute. It's honestly probably one of my favorites. Um, And the only reason why I didn't specifically choose it is because I've watched, um, oh my goodness, (laughs) my goodness, um, Watakoi. Watako? Yeah, Watako. Watakoi. Yeah, it ends with an I. Why? I don't know. Um, but yeah, 
Princess Jellyfish is super cute. It's about, once again, an otaku who is very awkward and lives in a home with a bunch of other women and there's no men allowed. And the whole premise is she's trying to save her house because a huge multi-million dollar conglomerate is trying to take that particular home, bulldoze it, and be able to uh, build their own um, apartment buildings there. Um, in the process, she meets a character, a very interesting character off the street one night while she was trying to save a jellyfish because she's absolutely obsessed with jellyfish because that was her favorite fish slash animal as a kid. And she relates to it because of her mother who recently passed away, which is also really sad. Um, but it's she meets this particular woman and finds out very quickly that it's actually a man <laughs> who likes to dress up as a woman, um, mostly because it just makes him happy, which I also really like. Oh, it's it's some great representation there. Not, and not no- really played, not used poorly or anything, just well done. Yeah, he's a guy who just likes dressing up. Um, and his family, except for his brother, is super supportive. Um, and <laughs> um, mostly because his brother, not be- he's not upset because wearing women's clothing. He's just upset because he uses it to get out of situations because he thinks it makes people uncomfortable. So <laughs> it's her up against this particular big company. And she finds out that he's actually related to people who are trying to bulldoze the company, not company bulldoze her building um but it's very cute it's a lot of female empowerment and they eat cute seafood and enjoy themselves and yeah it's a bunch of like you get to make a bunch of great friends during this particular run there is not overly too much romance in this um there's definitely it's considered a rom-com for a reason <laughs> but it's i, I mean not like, i definitely forefront. consider it a rom-com yeah, no, for sure. It's just some people, I think mostly because Western culture, when it comes to romance, it's just like, they need to be sleeping with each other first episode, or they need to be making out or kissing. Oh, and you but... need to be slapped in your face with it in the West. The The Japanese are a bit yeah. more calm with it. In the East, like, y- you see them holding hands on the 15th. 15- episode and you are screaming because you were oh. so happy <laughs> I thought uh, to go back to Wataco for a second I thought that yeah. show when I first watched it because I heard about it on like I checking the, the, the uh, seasonal anime list you know keeping up doing what I do and I was like oh that sounds up my alley because I just watched MMO Junkie and mm. I'm, and I'm like Okay, and I thought this was going to be a slow burn of a show. I'm like, they work together. They're not going to know they're talkers like, episode five. And it was like, bam, first episode of a day. I'm like, ah, we're speedrunning this. <laughs> this is going to be this yeah, kind of show. Yeah, that's considered a speedrun. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think they, like, actually, like, kiss until, like, the very end. <laughs> and it's not even, like, <laughs> too much. No. But you're still, like, freaking out. Like, when it comes yeah. to... <laughs> monthly girls like she the entire anime series she's trying to tell him that she loves him and he gives her an autograph constantly yeah <laughs> it's like yeah i love you uh it's maybe like, best okay. uh use of the firework cucking <laughs> because god the fireworks I... in that one 
fucking the fireworks. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm so angry. <laughs> and with that, I'm going to go into my next show I want to talk about. Hell yeah. Which is Kasa Gakiri. Which is Have you seen this? I don't know. What is the English title for it? I honestly don't know. Nice. Let me Um, look that up real quick. I feel like I know what this is. But I... You have an English name. Translated as The Moon So Beautiful. The Moon So Beautiful. As The Moon So Beautiful. As The Moon So Beautiful. I don't think I've seen this. I have not seen this. Ooh, I get to pitch it to you then. This will be fun. Tell me about this. This is a uh, a coming of age tale, as I put it, of first love, where it is middle schoolers going into freshman year of high school, okay. first discovering love, the like the first relationship you ever have, or you think it will last forever, but you realize mm-hmm. it won't. That whole kind of thing, and just the the trials and tribulations of that. This show mm. is extremely grounded. No, nothing over the top. No, no shenanigans. It is just. A slice of life straight taken of these, of basically these kids' first romance and all that. And it is a fantastic show. Oh my god, that sounds so good. What? Oh, it's, it's, it's really good. The they are just looks phenomenal. Oh, it is utterly gorgeous. There is, the, the most outrageous thing in the entire show is... There's a blonde-haired character of Pink Highlights. That's about as hardcore as the show gets. Whoa. With uh, different things. But it's really just, like, all those, like, little first things. Like, winning mm-hmm. a stuffed animal at the fair, all that kind of stuff. The All that. And it just... Unlike a lot of what we were talking about, the earlier ones, especially, like, your first one you picked and everything, where it was a lot of blueprints and stuff... Yeah, getting built there, which I'm okay with that and everything. A lot of shows we've talked about today are very unique in themselves into the world of romance anime. Yeah, they call down niche, which is rare for most romance animes. Usually, they fall into one of the tropes. Mm-hmm. But um, this show does a really good job of niching its own path. Of this is this this story. It's nothing else. It's no. There's no gimmick. It's just the two kids grew up near each other. Here's them in going into high school, falling in love. That's it. Which sometimes, like, that's what you want. Like, yeah, there are there's thousands of animes that have, like, a, a niche to it or, like, something that's out of the realm of normal. But sometimes you just want to sit down and watch something that's relatable. So I completely, like, I'm on board. Like, I really enjoy stuff like that. 
and then so yeah that that that's my pitch for that show mm-hmm. and then since we switched it to three i'm bringing one more my all-time favorite anime my mm-hmm. my go-to for gotta watch it every year on christmas eve toradora my favorite romance anime of all time i need i'm gonna be honest with you that's on my watch list i have not watched it you have not seen toradora <laughs> oh my god i i know like i'm very aware how good it is like it looks amazing and I have it on, like, I know it's on Netflix. Like, it's on my Netflix watch. It, it's, it's there. It's right there. So, yeah. Believe me, I'm. De- that's something I would have preferred to watch over something else that I've watched recently, which I'm more than happy to talk about. But please tell me about Toradora. I will talk about Toradora quickly, and then we can go into whatever you want to rant about, because I do love a good rant. Toradora is... The story of two misfits falling in love and not realizing it. And it is perfect. It it has one of the best tsundere's in anime with Taiga. Ryuji yeah. is fantastic. Everything about it is just it's one of those it's one of those blueprint shows. Mm-hmm. For the for the whole way it is and everything. It it's just one of the classics, and I definitely recommend it for anyone who hasn't seen it. Even a couple of my friends who are not big romance anime people have loved Toradora when they've watched it. It's just it's just good. Now, yeah. we just talked about one of, in my opinion, the best romance animes. What, what show did you watch that you did not like? I'm going to get canceled for saying this, Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I'm going to just take a second. This is what I usually do when I have to do a hot take. Oh, I'm ready for it. Um. So this is on Netflix. This is considered one of the most beloved romance animes of all time. And I cannot get past. Like I watched five episodes. I'm not down. I'm gonna probably try to watch it. Clanad. Um. I. Oh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Ryan's um, anime podcast gets canceled. What is um, it? I planned. <sighs> had a good um, run. It is um what it's honestly like if every like romance anime fan has a top ten list, Clanad is usually like on that list. It is not on my list. It's top. It's top five usually. It is not my now. Here's here's the interesting about clan ad that yeah. I will per, I will bring up is clan ad is good mm-hmm. the first one clan ad after story yeah is immaculate that is the good part of clan ad that's what I've heard it's, you have to power through the bad of clan ad to get the after story because after story is where the tears come. But the eyes. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're, you're like me. You're a vintage otaku. You should be able to get through the moe of 2007. You would assume because I really liked Fruits Basket. And we all know what Fruits Basket 2001 looked like. 
but I don't know. Mm. Like Fruits Basket 2001. I tried. I was trying my best. The characters confused the crap out of me because you were introduced to not like one or two characters. The first episode, you're introduced to like eight characters that you're all supposed to remember. And all like all the females have these eyes that take up 90% of their face. And the main like female she's just she's talking to herself which once again you know how i feel about people talking to themselves just randomly like Aaron attack on Titan. and she's just standing out (laughs) and then just like the main like in protagonist he's all over the place and it's just i will power through it because i've heard nothing but phenomenal like i've heard good things about Kalinad, um but i've like it's ranged from like good to like it's the best romance anime of all time and even when people specifically like talk negatively about Kalinad online you get hate like you are <laughs> oh yeah like, I, I, I criminal i'll be honest with you i was expecting you to uh when you when you started this saying that I have a hot top a a hot take, I was expecting <laughs> you to just like Torador. That was my expectation. I was like, no, there's a few anime so it could scared. be. I'm like, I was not expecting. I was expecting uh, your name. I could see you disliking your name. There's a lot of things I expected, but no, this one is uh, this one is surprising. Yeah, it's a spicy take. It's just I didn't feel a connection to the characters very fast usually i want to have some sort of connection within the first few episodes um and i think it was one of those things where i knew that there was other anime going to enjoy over top of it so i just was like i'm gonna just put this on pause i'll try to get back to it because i've heard nothing but amazing things about after story because it's more relatable because they're outside of high school and I'm like, okay, like I'm gonna have to try to power through it. But that's essentially my hot take: is I at this point, I Clinad. I don't know. I don't know what you want from me, guys. <laughs> like, okay, okay, I I accept it. I, yeah. I get it. Have you tried any of their other shows? I just want to like that era. I just want to butt yeah. in and say that this ran on TBS television. So, how good of an anime could it possibly have been? <laughs> TBS um, makes a bunch of anime in Japan. That's that's not that rare. Okay, okay, okay. Never mind then. That's where TBS in Japan just makes anime. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a everyone loves it. Like it's on there. If you decide, like you go into a room full of people, Attack on Titan, and just say, like, "I don't like Levi," and then you get murdered. <laughs> like. Yeah, yeah, no, this is a this is a hot take. This is a hot a scolding. Like, is... Hands are burning. Yeah. But have I... you seen like Canon or really any Kyoto works? I I may have in the past. I've um, definitely read some manga, but it's I think I would have enjoyed it when I was in high school because they would have been a little more relatable at that particular point. But, and I think that's also why I like Fruits Basket. I was able to kind of like overcome some of the characters because, like, 
Honda is a little bit difficult to like zoom because of how much he's just like everything is perfect and everything is great. And then we did see like in Fruits Basket Part Two that came out last year, I think, or the year before, year. where she was definitely yeah. Last year. It, she was more, yeah because the um, final season starts in April. Um, yeah, they she seemed a lot more realistic in season two, whereas when we first watched Fruits Basket, she wasn't really like she was. Everything is great. Everything is dandy, and then that was the end. <laughs> but, but then season two of Fruits Basket, the new version, you see her like going through stuff, whereas th- some of the characters in Planad, they're either way over the top or they're just. I find the main female protagonist a little bit whiny. I, I can definitely see where you're. I a hundred percent see where you're coming from. But when Am I, I think right? of no. the anime that that really shaped like my like love of anime and everything, yeah. Clanad's there. It, it's Clanad. It's Kon. It's it's really a lot of Kyoto works and everything. Yeah. things that weren't shown in anime where I veered yeah. off was when that 2000 that 2006 to 2009 era of real moe like lucky star and all that was running yeah. the reb see I think so, I went into another like lane because I watched like you're in high school's club and then I watched Oh, you were so close. You could have veered. You could have veered from but, your own high school host club, the clan ad. The roadmap's there. But do you know what? I can see the route. But I took you, it. But do you know what? <laughs> Instead, I went to Maid Sama in Vampire Night. Oh, no! <laughs> I was hoping I could go to this whole podcast run without having to talk about Vampire Night. <laughs> you know you can't. <laughs> I wanted the dream, V. I wanted the dream. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> For anyone who wants to know, um, Vampire Night was the Japanese equivalent to Twilight, um, which included incest in the anime. Um, in the manga, we find out that he's not actually <laughs> her brother. I forgot that was only said in the manga. <laughs> <laughs> the anime made her, like... Because it was her brother, and then she had a relationship with him, but in the manga, they then corrected it and said that, you know what, they're not actually brother and sister. But, yeah, that anime, I'm gonna be honest, some of the best opening and closings in anime, but the content in between, it was not a champ. Oh. No, it's, oh god. And you said you said one of my other favorites in that though. Maid Sama is so good. I love Maid Sama. <laughs> I watched it the other day. But, <laughs> does it hold up? I need to know if Maid Sama holds up. Maid Sama doesn't really as much. Oh damn it. Um <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, um, but I'm also definitely a dark haired protagonist, like f- male protagonist more than a blonde. And I get you. He just, I, I feel, I feel. He just didn't hit it like I could talk about my love <laughs> for Horneo right now because fantastic dark hair male protagonist lead 
chef's kiss. And then the I think the rest oh. of the I, I, you cut out for who you said that oh. was. Oh, Horimiya? Like the... Oh, oh, I get it. Oh, I understand. <laughs> and then if you... A, a, a golf icon. I think the only anime I specifically mentioned, romance anime that I mentioned that didn't have the main male being a, like, <laughs> dark hair or, like, black hair was Princess Jellyfish. And her bro- like, his brother had black hair, and she went on a date with him. So, I mean, here we are. It, 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 it works. It's, it's how we got here. And yeah, with that, we get to the last segment of, well, the second to last segment of the show before, you know, plugs and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. We get to my manga corner where I recommend a manga every two weeks. There's not enough people read manga anymore, and I am sad about that. And this week's manga is going to be the manga for. Oh god, time to look up how to say it. <laughs> You know what? We're just going to go with the American title, which is I Want to Eat Your Pancreas, which is... I've heard nothing a... but good things, but continue. <laughs> oh, it is phenomenal. It is a, a... In anime form, it is a movie. It's also been turned into a... So, I recommend... Reading the manga, Ryan, you're gonna have to it say has some that of the again. best order. You got cut out. It was originally a novel, then a manga, then an anime. Yeah, and I recommend the manga because it is just if you like your lie in April but want more, that's what I'm looking for here. Um, character development on each side because they were very stagnant in your lie. I would heavily recommend this. It's akin to the same type of story, so it's a tearjerker. Bring the tissues with you when you go to read this. You're gonna be crying. And yeah, just give it. A, just give it a shot. Either read it or if you want to watch the movie because always anime movies are just out of this world. Yes, that is my recommendation of the week. Fantastic. And with that, we get to plugs. Where can people find you? What are people you up to? People can find me. I on Twitch and Twitter at Ceranix, um, which is up here, I believe. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. I- yeah. Yes. Perfect. I'm really good at that. Um, I am also on Point and progress podcast um we talk about nerdy news um hot takes and everything that we like to talk about um and make sure that we are thinking critically of it um and i also talk about randomly throughout the podcast um animes that relate to the topic that we're talking about and make my go sad because they're listening to me talking about anime um <laughs> You also find here on this channel as I talk about Attack on Titan, um, the final season, and I am getting <laughs> the romance anime has been really helping with that Attack on Titan depression. So thumbs up. 
Oh, if it wasn't for Horror Me this season, I would be in a dark, sad place. That and Skate the Infinite I've... are keeping me going. I just wish that Horimiya was on Mondays rather than on Saturdays because I'm just like all hyped up because I'm like, it's romance day. <laughs> and then it's just like. <laughs> and then it's depression hour. <laughs> you can't. You just can't win. No. I definitely agree. And you can find me at the. There? There? Somewhere. Somewhere no, up here. Left shoulder. Left, at uh, right, Ryan left the Lion. Right shoulder. No, your left shoulder. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there we go. I mean, Ryan the Lion three zero five five on Twitter for anime hot takes and many other things. And you can also find me right here for, but also Fee is on Attack on Titan and many other things. Heck yeah! And with that, concludes this episode of Anime Nation. Thanks for watching. <laughs>